Welcome to Lead Today with me, Kalina. Let's talk leadership. Great to be back. Today, what I really want to focus on is an unspoken truth. And I've spent a lot of time lately really looking at what are the things that I'm not saying on here and even to the people in my day-to-day life? What are the things that I'm hiding away or shying away from talking about, acknowledging And why? Why are they unspoken? Why are these things that matter to me or are important to me emotionally, spiritually, intellectually, physically? Why am I shying away from talking about them online and in person? What is that about? And the best explanation that I've come across so far is in relation to Carl Jung's work and the shadow. The thing is that in reading either his original text or interpretations of the shadow, I find it to be incredibly technical and for me as a lay person, convoluted and difficult to understand. And, and difficult to not only understand, but then apply in my life. How do I apply the idea of the shadow? There's this part of me that... I don't want to show because it is either wimpy, sad, or angry, potentially bad or evil. You have these tendencies that might feel malevolent. Um, What are you supposed to do with that? Well, you hide it away because it's unacceptable to society. And we all do it to varying degrees. And of course, I'm not, not condoning crime or allowing evil to be unleashed in a way that's unlawful but I do think that there's definitely something to be said about bringing that to the forefront and having it be a part of you that is at least just as important as the good parts the upbeat part the friendly intelligent or well-spoken charismatic part I think that we need both and we need both in unison and what really brought me to this idea and I mean I've been swirling around in this for a while because I've been struggling with my own shadow and this book by Phil Stutz and Barry Michaels it's called The Tools (laughs) I guess that's more useful if you're watching on YouTube tools um has been incredibly useful and i would recommend highly to go read it and then practice the tools within it and there are only four plus a bonus one so five and the one i want to talk about today is this idea of the shadow so i'd like to be concise so that people actually watch this but also for my own recollection i suppose of the tool and then an application of it that i've used and i'm still learning so don't take it as a, an ex coming from an expert today on this one, but it's definitely changed the way that I look at the parts of myself that I find to be unworthy at times of being shown. And that's so sad if you think about it, because just because there's a part of me that's 
insecure or unsure or inexperienced at something sad just because those parts of me exist or rather because those parts of me exist they deserve the same level of acknowledgement at the very least from me if not from you but from me because it's still a part of me and so the more I shunt it away and put it down and back and in the closet and under the rug and the more I push it behind me the more it really causes pain and harm and actually stunts my growth in the good things. And I have related to this in other episodes when I talk about um, Richard Schultz's work uh, in the uh, family, the family systems model. And he talks about it when you have these different parts of yourself and it's a different family system within you. So the confident part, the angry part, the sad part, um, the curious part, I think this is, a more traditional version or definition when we talk about the shadow because the shadow is this all-encompassing the shadow is all of these sort of elements and Richard Richard's work kind of unpacks it all and I just said Richard Schultz but I actually think that's wrong Richard Schwartz, okay, not Schultz, Richard Schwartz, Dr. Richard Schwartz talks about internal family systems. So there's family systems theory, and that's with an actual different family members and an actual family system of different people. Internal family systems, Dr. Richard Schwartz, that's when you're looking at systems thinking within yourself. So the different various parts of yourself. So it's taking shadow work and I guess getting more granulars to, okay, what are those different parts of your shadow? And talking to them and reasoning with them what I'd like to share about today which comes from this book the tools is actually something that you can use whenever you have a situation whether it's one-to-one or one-to-many where you need to perform you feel nervous about performing you feel nervous about speaking and expressing yourself in an authentic way or even in just in a coherent (laughs) succinct way because I mean, God, who are we, right? How many presentations have you had that you prepare and then sometimes you just just ruin it? I was going to swear, but I'm not going to to do that. You uh, flop because you are just not, you're not connected to the force, if you will. You're not connected to this kind of power. Sometimes when I'm, doing an episode or if I'm singing or doing a presentation um, there'll be this sort of feeling like no matter what I say it just kind of works and it flows and it's not even me Um, that's this sort of unnamed connection or higher connection higher power whatever you want to call it Um, this particular exercise will help you to connect with your shadow and as a result actually connect better with your audience because you're you're in toe and hand in hand with your shadow rather than trying to pretend like you don't have one, which just like who doesn't have one? Who doesn't have a shadow, a part of themselves that just isn't perfect and isn't always happy and is not always performing or being the way that you think you should be, whatever that is. I mean, God, there's no matter what I do on this video or any other video, there will be people that say, wow. And there will be people that say, wow, you know, I mean, the camp that approves and the camp that doesn't, the camp that criticizes and the camp that 
is a is a fan and no matter if someone's a fan of you or not the idea is that you can approve of yourself no matter how you're showing up because the reality is the only person that actually matters in this whole game is you because it's your mindset if I show up to this podcast or not it's a huge factor to do with me and way less to do with what anybody posts in the comments or doesn't post in the comments or thinks to themselves and doesn't share it's really all about me and all about you. And that can sound selfish, but the reality is if you can't get out of your own head or you can't master your own way of thinking, then nothing else matters because you won't even bring those thoughts or those ideas, those actions out into the real world. They'll get stuck within you. And it's said very often, you know, to get stuck with the music left inside of you is kind of one of those biggest regrets. Right. And I, I definitely, in reading that, and that's in the tools as well, and reading that sentence and being reminded of that, it's like, yeah, of course, of course, that's one of our biggest regrets, to, to die and not have lived, not have really lived, not have shown who we are. And so this exercise will help you to show who you really are, which is, yes, that charismatic, enchanting, smart, well-spoken insert whatever word you want that person and also whatever your shadow shows up as so let's look into who your shadow is and all you really have to do for that is to close your eyes and the nervousness that you get when you have the speech or when you need to talk to this person maybe it's somebody you're interested in you want to date or you find attractive um, or your boss or your, your significant other your parents Anybody that kind of, it feels really nervous for you to go up and talk to them and share what you really want to say. Picture that feeling of nervousness. Feel, not just picture, but feel that feeling of nervousness in your body that, oh, I know exactly what it feels like. And then sort of imagine yourself pulling it out of you and kind of plopping it as a person in front of you. So is that a younger version of yourself? Does that... Does it look like a gremlin? Does it look like a monster? Does it look like you when you're 13 and super awkward and, you know, pimples and overweight and just really insecure? What does that shadow look like right now? And the interesting thing in reading about the shadow is actually that it does change as you build this relationship with it and continue to look at it. So what's fascinating is what you imagine right now doing this, if you are, is completely different from what it will be in a year's time if you continue to work with this shadow. So fascinating because I think lending itself to Richard Schwartz's work, there are different parts of ourselves. And so there are different parts of your shadow. And I think when you tackle maybe the most weak or the most repressed parts of your shadow, seems to be able to give light space to the other parts to shine through. So anyway, okay. So you've you imagined your shadow. And once you've done that, you imagine the audience, whoever it is that you want to be having this conversation or self-expression to. So let's say for this podcast episode, right? I can imagine a bunch of people that care for me listening to this um, or I, if it's a conversation with one person, again, you imagine your friend, your partner, your parents, boss, coworker, whoever that nervousness is toward. So imagine that person in front of you. And then, and it's easier to do this the first time with your eyes closed, but 
the idea is as you repeat it, you can even do this in real time, in real life when you're in front of that person, which is interesting. So, okay, you imagine that audience um, and then you see the shadow off to the side facing you. So if you're on a stage or if you're in a coffee shop, wherever you are, they're kind of just off to the side, but they're facing you. Um, and what you do is once you've imagined them there, you um, ignore the audience, you face and turn and look 100% focused on the shadow. Look them in the eye if you can, if it's a stick figure or something that isn't well represented or an animal or something that's difficult to connect to. Just be in that presence of the shadow. It could, if it's not fully formed, whatever comes up for you as your shadow, be in the presence of it. Look it in the eye, face it 100%. What I did, and this is not in the book, so this is me going off the cuff, but I found it to be very helpful, is actually I faced my shadow and then I took her hand and I, I brought, we were beside each other. So you really want to become in complete unity or complete bonding, 100% unified with your shadow. So in looking with it, you're acknowledging that, hey, you're a part of me essentially, right? Like we're, we're one in the same, we're unified, we're together, you're me and I'm you. That they don't need to be off to the side, right? And ignored, that you're bringing them in to you. So for me, it was really helpful to hold my shadow's hand and to be beside my shadow. And then you turn and you face your audience again. For me, it was holding my shadow's hand. And the two of you silently say, yell, listen. So you give that authority, listen. And it comes, it comes out when you and your shadow are one. It's that you're both saying it. You both say it in unity to your audience. Listen. And if you are really tuned in, it does, you get this sort of reassurance, like, oh, okay, we're together on this. I don't have to hide this. I don't have to hide the lazy, tired, sad, meek, inexperienced, weak, whatever part of me. I don't have to hide it. And, and in that unity, you're actually able to be more of yourself. Your self-expression will be heightened. You'll be able to actually show not only your shadow, but your shadow, what it's going to do is sort of propel this authenticity or this self-expression that you wouldn't have had when you're trying to hide it because it takes so much energy to express yourself and, and hide the shadow at the same time, right? So if I'm here and I'm, oh man, I have no faults and I'm not going to say the wrong thing and I'm not going to pause or I won't do this or, oh, I have to really moderate myself and am I saying the right thing how am I saying it what did I do is it's a background okay am I if I'm constantly working on pushing behind me my my I was gonna say flaws but like idiosyncrasies or who I am or these other parts of me if there's half of me that I can show you and half that I can't not only is it inauthentic but it's a hell of a lot of work for me to not show that to you It's really hard to constantly be fighting off the sad, unmotivated, or imperfect part of me. That's exhausting. And if it doesn't come out in me actually presenting to you, it's going to come out in health issues or challenges off the screen when I get off this episode or me lashing out at people in my life and relational issues because I'm misguiding this this hurt or this frustration. So (laughs) 
unspoken truth, your shadow is with you no matter if you like it or not. And a lot of why things are unspoken in our lives is because they're shadow things that we're scared to speak to another human being and sometimes even to admit to ourselves. And of course, if you don't admit it to yourself, it's hard to share it with someone else and get that support. So, you know, when people just get help, like talk to somebody you trust, it's like, yeah, okay, but I'm not even, I'm still in a reckoning with me about this. I'm still reckoning with myself with the fact that I'm not this nine to five dedicated, wake up at 6 a.m. and meditate entrepreneur that all of these blogs and places will tell you you need to be. Another piece, right, of the shadow is and where you get that feeling of inadequacy is comparison. And we see that a lot, of course, with social media and our own perceptions as we go inward and we decide that we should be like our cousin Vinny or our aunt Joan or our parents. Comparison is what really, I think, leads us to push this shadow behind us. And again, it's not to say that we can't work on, let's say if we want to be more consistent with something and your shadow is like, oh, you know, your shadow's in your head of, okay, we're, you know, I'm not consistent. I can't do anything right. I'm not good at this. I I don't have practice. I'm not well-spoken. I'm not captivating. Nobody's going to listen to me. All that dialogue. In reality, if you allow that to be true, then it will be in the sense that if you repeat that to yourself, if you're saying that your actions are going to be, okay, I'm not going to get up on stage. I'm not going to have that hard conversation. I'm not going to tell my husband that I'm frustrated with him. I'm not going to tell my boss that, I really want the promotion and or that I'm looking for a job elsewhere because I feel unfulfilled. I'm not going to I'm not going to have those difficult moments. And then what happens is you're going to make those thoughts a reality. That's why that's why we say thoughts turn to things or the things you think your, your thoughts become your reality. It's because they limit you. They box you in. They put you in a container. And that container keeps you in your comfort zone where you think you're in control and you think you're safe and the tools again by Phil Stutz and Barry Michaels really greatly explains this so don't don't take it from me uh read that book if you want a further deep dive into this and or continue to listen to this series about unspoken truths and uncover it via my interpretation of this text that's also available to you. But however you choose to get into this content, I think it's so valuable. And I wish I learned this in school because it has to do with feeling more courageous, feeling more confident, things that you are not, oh, these like motivational tools are so frustrating to me because they're, they don't work. They're fake. They're, they're fake pump up, you know, listen to music. And then, and don't get me wrong, actually listening to music and having a dance party will definitely change your state because you're physically moving your body. But that feeling, that heavy feeling always comes back, doesn't it? And it always comes back because we're not actually addressing where the heavy feeling is coming from. We're just trying to move away from it. And the more we move away from it and the more we ignore it, the more it comes back with a vengeance. And so I hope that this really can help you to look that that heaviness that darkness that difficult part of you in the eye and find some compassion for it bring it in give it a hug hold its hand 
and face your audience, knowing that that part of you is with you and a part of you. And when you both, both parts, that duality, the light and the darkness, when you both speak and say, you know, in that visualization, when you both say, listen, I really hope that you feel the authority that comes with it. You feel the unity that comes with speaking from a place of both you and your shadow because really it's one and the same and you're just acknowledging you're bringing you're bringing that darkness alongside the light of you and allowing them both to be recognized so i hope that this helps i will delve into this further but this seems to be a great place to stop when it comes to an introduction to how I view the shadow, what I view it as, personifying your shadow, visualizing it, then utilizing that visualization in order to express yourself from a place of authenticity and wholeness, oneness of who you are. I'm not just a nice, upbeat, happy person. I'm also, I have also have parts of me that are sad and, uh, you know, lazy or unmotivated or um, unconfident I have all of that within me and it's in that allness that I think we really bring something special to the world and actually people see us as human because it's what we are no person has only the light in them and it's in that oneness that I think we really connect with others as well because they see our humanity We show our humanity. We show what we really are. So I hope this helps you to show who you really are today or any other day. And that that exercise can help you if you're feeling anxious about a certain conversation or approaching a certain individual or topic in your life. what, What the authors of the tools really say is to continue to repeat that exercise. So the more you visualize it and then actually use it in a higher stakes scenario, build it up of course right use it at first with somebody you're more comfortable with and then work your way up to that stadium of 15,000 people the more you use it the idea is that yes your shadow will morph and also that you'll be able to do it with your eyes open and you'll be able to bring in your shadow and be unified as you present as you share with others and hopefully become second nature is is the thought so let's see how we go I'll continue to practice I hope you do too And look out for the next episode where we'll tackle another one of these tools, some more unspoken truths about ourselves, about the world. And I wish you a really great rest of your day until we see each other again.